So, Steph, weren't you surprised that this big tech mogul wanted to date you? I, well, he said he was some low-level programmer at Uber. I had no idea that he sponsored the entire event. So he lied to you. Oh, Ned, I had to. I mean, there are so many gold diggers in Silicon Valley. Like, they want to fuck you for your tech money. Language, you got to be careful. Hello, and welcome to episode number eight of the Future Podcast. My name is Jeremy Bullaries, and every single week I bring you at least one episode of the Future Podcast where we talk about technology trends and where the future might take us. In this episode, we're going to be talking mega wealth. We're talking John D. Rockefeller 10X. We're talking extreme wealth, wealth at scale, some might say. Um, and by some, I mean me. Um, what I want to talk about is the ability to create extreme wealth and how that's been possible with technology um, expanding. Um, we've seen it with you know Web 1.0, but mostly Web 2.0, where we've seen these huge booms in people who can amass extreme wealth um, through technology and different types of innovation. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And let's get right into it. What I want to talk about beyond just some of the individuals who have amassed some level of mega wealth, um, I'm talking the next generation who are going to be like beyond what is mega wealth today. Um, and I'm talking now we have some people that are worth um, near the brink of the $100 billion level and some are past, but I'm talking the people that are going to be in the four comma club, the trillion dollar club. Currently, we have companies that are worth over a billion or over a trillion dollars, um, like Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, etc. But what will create these individuals who will be worth more than a trillion dollars? Um, well, some of the theories out there are people who are going to go and mine asteroids. Um, there's asteroids that are 20 to 23 kilometers in diameter um, in, in copious amounts just flying around. And if you can effectively go and mine those and return materials here or use the materials to sell them to people building colonies outside of Earth, um, you will become extremely wealthy. But beyond the current theories, what are some of the things that are going to allow us to get into that club. Obviously, uh, even just the, the, the many billion club or the, the close to $100 billion club uh, is extremely, extremely small. So the people who will enter the trillion dollar club is also very small. But um, the people who are going to enter there are going to be people who are going to take advantage of mass scale, who are going to be able to affect billions of lives. So for example, Elon Musk, the guy, I know the guy's worth like, you know, 20, $24 billion right now, but he is working on long-term, um, he's working on long-term products and visions that are going to expand to almost everyone's lives. That's in, in some form or another, whether it's through providing internet or, um, electric vehicles or the Uber of autonomous vehicles. Um, there's, if you can touch and, and provide this ecosystem that billions of people are going to be using, you're giving yourself a, a shot to be in that small club. Going to extreme scales and reaching a lot of people has a lot of benefits. Building economies of scale, uh, especially when distributing in the world of bits versus the world of atoms, we're able to um, distribute at a very small cost, um, which means that we can reach a lot of people and the cost 
for each of those uh, people um, is very, very small. We've made a lot of progress in the world of bits, meaning the internet, uh, software, that sort of thing, um, versus making a lot of innovation and progress in the world of atoms, like the, the physical world and producing physical items. So what are some of the industries that, that are going to boom and um, are going to be hosting those people that are going to be getting in the, into those clubs? Um, Ray Dalio, the owner of Bridgewater and Associates, uh, the most successful hedge fund in the world. He talks about looking at the past when he's studying markets. He's looking at history for hundreds of years and seeing how and what is going to repeat itself and uh, what happens um, in those circumstances. But as I mentioned in the previous episode, episode seven, I talk about Elon Musk's Neuralink and how he's building an interface for the brain, how that technology is going to impact all industries and um, how the future might look completely different. For example, um, before Ford came along, people were asking, um, how can we improve the transportation? Well, people said we want better horses or stronger horses, but they didn't know that Ford was going to come along with a car. Um, So we don't know exactly what an interface for the brain like Neuralink's would do um, in terms of changing, you know, everything. So it's hard to predict what industries would completely like shut down and which would, you know, sprout out out of nowhere. And we haven't even heard of yet, but one, I think that that will be affected heavily will be education. People will not learn the same way. So I think education will have a huge revamp. Um, and I think we'll be completely, we'll be looking at it completely differently. Um, but ones that will, definitely boom and are currently booming are biotechnology, um, the ability to enhance and change and edit people. It's gonna explode and it is definitely just on the uprise. So I think looking at services that are going to be affecting many and many people um, while we're bridging out into these new territories is what's going to be important to look at. For example, as I mentioned earlier, um, if we're building new colonies in other places, being able to supply um, and to build out those colonies is going to be super critical. Um, Another thing is internet, uh, which is more uh, in in the near term, um, for example, we're right now we're only able to reach half the population with internet services, but just being able to reach the other half of the world that does not have access to it um, is a huge, huge advantage um, and to help build stronger economies or even economies in general in places that weren't able to previously is going to allow for a huge expansion into new things, but also just being able to service that many people uh, is is a recipe to build um, extreme wealth as well. And those who are able to reach those economies of scale a lot earlier on may be able to surpass their competitors and grow and expand into a market and capture the majority of the market share and become a monopoly. And with that said, we are wrapping up episode number eight of the Future Podcast. I want to thank you so much for listening. And if you have suggestions, send me a tweet at J-E-R-E-M-Y-B-O-U-L-E-R-I-C-E or an email at jeremy at newcrowd.co. And maybe I'll talk about it in the next episode. Also, make sure you give me a follow if you're listening on Spotify or if you're listening on my website, uh, jeremybullerice.com. 
you will never miss an episode because the latest episode will always be there. If I've brought you any value in a podcast episode or if this is your first and you really like it, make sure to share it with your friends.